Hey, I'm, I'm Ben. Jeff. I'm Ben. I'm Jeff. Uh, no, I'm... I'm <sighs> ben, just, just do, do it. The, just do okay, the I'm, thing. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, this is Ben, Jeff, and Thayer, and we host a podcast called Convince Me, where we have guests on to try to convince us to get on board with their unique obsessions. Check out our I'm podcast. It's called Convince Me. I'm Jeff. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein. Today on the show, Sarah Claspel. She is on my wonderful team, Sticks Martin. She's an awesome friend, and she's an awesome improviser, which leads to an awesome interview. Did I say awesome way too much in the intro? Yes, I did. But you know what would be awesome of you? If you went to the iTunes store and left uh, feedback for me, like right now. Uh, I want you people to write reviews. I want people to rate it. It helps uh, the show get more viewers, get seen more, uh, and it's, it's really helpful. I, I, I think it would be great it's helpful guys i wanted to thank the latest reviewer of the show andrew olson he says it's one of his favorites podcasts he only wrote and he said thanks for doing the show he wrote two sentences i'm sure it took him all of 30 seconds to do that and it really helped out the show so andrew olson thank you so much for doing that uh thank you to everybody who's left feedback in the past i appreciate your efforts uh i wanted to echo an offer i made last time I did the podcast. I am offering to coach people for free. I think I'm an awesome improviser. I think, no, I think I'm an okay improviser, Uh, but I think I'm helpful. I think I could be a helpful coach. And I think that in being a helpful coach, you could help me become a better improviser. So again, I'm offering to do that for free. Uh, the only people who have got back to me, uh, their schedules aren't working. It's sad. Um, but you know what? I'm still want to put that out there. So if you guys need a coach, hit me up improvobsession at gmail.com. You can email me. You can talk to me on Facebook, whatever it is. I want to coach you. I want to do it for free. I guys, I want everybody to be great at improv. And, uh, I think I'm going to help. Ooh, does that sound egoy? It sounds a little egoy to me. I don't mean it that way. I mean it in a positive kind i don't even know what's happening anymore all right let's just get to the episode guys i think i already told you you can follow the blog at improvobsession.com rate and subscribe on itunes uh that's it let's just let's just have that be done Session podcast. Oh, oh wait. Oh, I started it and it didn't actually start. Oh. So I have to redo the intro already. Oh my god, this is going poorly. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody. Welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein. Today, special guest, Sarah Claspel. Hi, how are you? Hi guys. I felt like Hi, I wanted Steven. to do that like like you were getting into the ring to wrestle. I wish I was in a wrestling ring right now. <laughs> if my plans for my apartment go right, it will happen. You know, you run a strange podcast, but yes, I'll wrestle you while we do this. <laughs> I've been thinking about turning it into a wrestling podcast this whole time. Good. Um, Me too. So we just had a lovely launch first of all. I'm just going to give everybody the context of that. It's great. So if this is a weird or different episode, which weird, I say weird like in an affectionate way. Like if this is just mm. different than the norm, it's because we've been hanging out for like all of life. We had salads. We had. Such I had good a beer. Salads. She had a beer. Stephen had an iced tea. Yep. We had a whole conversation about me uh, drinking and not drinking, and uh, and I, my self consciousness about it. Sure. It was fine. No need to be self conscious. Well, thank you. You're just very be sweet. yourself. You're very sweet. <laughs> uh, one of the most inspiring times in my life. You remind me. Uh, 
I don't get that message enough. One of the most, I had this, I was driving in my car with like my friend Jared Matias in high school, who's like one of the really cool kids in high school. Uh-huh. And uh, <coughs> I had like a mix CD, like back when you burned mix CDs because I didn't have an iPod. And that song, Iris by Goo Goo Dolls came on. Oh, yeah. And it was honestly, I don't the world. Yeah, yeah. And I was like so embarrassed. And I was like, I was like, oh, like I switched it. And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know. Like, I just like, he's like, I don't know. I was like, I was like, I really was like, I don't know. I don't know why that's on there. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, feel like that song? Cool. Rock yeah. it. And he was like, and he like switched it back himself. And we listened to that song and enjoyed it. And I was like, that is so cool that he's like, you can be yourself. You guys are best friends now. You, <laughs> he you, changed my life. Yeah. Thank you, Jared You're Matias, best friends now. Wherever you are. My favorite, uh, I will go ahead and just put it out there. My, it. my favorite music genre is always Guilty Pleasures. It's, it's like, is that a genre? Well, I mean, it's songs that I used to be like, oh, God, I hope no one hears me listening to, like, George Michael and uh, everything from Cabaret. And now I'm just kind of like, you know what? That's that's what I love. That's what I like. See, aren't, Give me aren't Robin you the one day. who made fun of me for Katy Perry's part of me and loving that movie? You really did. I loved you it. You really loved it. But it made me want to see it. I did you see it yet? yet? No, I haven't. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't see a lot of movies. Do you want to just stop doing this and we'll watch? <laughs> what was the movie that you told me I had to watch? Cabaret. Okay, great. I <laughs> already referenced it once I, in this podcast. I am a He's never seen listener. Cabaret, everybody. <laughs> And it's, it's very good. She's never seen Katy Perry's part of me, and it's also well, very good. I think we know who's at fault here. <laughs> we'll just let <laughs> the audience the decide. <laughs> uh, I'm putting all of my Put stuff out up. there. Use a, do a poll oh, on your okay. website of yeah, who's, yeah. who's in the wrong. I thought you said do a pull up, and I'm like, no. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, Steven, show me how. We're, if we're going to wrestle, I want to <laughs> see what I'm dealing with. one pull up, and then we'll move on. All right, so Sarah, let's, let's talk. Let's attempt <laughs> to talk about it. This is going to be just silly bits. Sarah, um, uh, okay, so where, let's see, where people might know you from. Let's. I'll let you do that. Where pe- might people uh, know you from just uh, in life? In life. Uh, <laughs> well, I live in Baldwin Hills. So if you live there. No. Uh, okay. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think you live in I do, I do live, live in Baldwin Baldwin? Hills. Wait, no, it's like just uh, east of Culver City. Okay. I'm very, I'm moving from away from there soon. But uh, We can talk about that too. <laughs> this, is, this is a joke gone This gone has gone bad. so far uh, off track. <laughs> okay, I'm on a mod team. Yes. Uh, I'm an actor on uh, The Get-Go, <laughs> which is a great team that I love at UCBLA. Um, I was on a number of mod teams in New York. Uh, I was on a Herald team, or a couple Herald teams in New York, uh, Monstro and Dybbuk. Uh, I'm on some indie teams here in LA and have been on indie teams in New York. Uh, the big one I'm on is Sticks Martin boop, boop. Uh, with Steven. So yep, yep. You, you probably heard of it. Yeah, you um, probably heard of it. I plug, <laughs> I plug literally all of our shows Good. on this podcast. Good. Come out. I don't think anybody's coming. <laughs> I think I mean, everyone, they might. <laughs> they might. You got a lot of a lot of fans, probably. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that that's the explanation as to why this is just going to be a probably silly bits and nonsense. <laughs> silly bit sounds like a fun word for private parts, uh, which I feel like I'm going to start well, using. You know, for wrestling, we might as well <laughs> get comfortable with the silly bit. <laughs> so it's just going to be nonsense between Sarah and I because we're having a great time, uh, and you guys get to listen. Um, but we'll also talk about improv. We're going to try. Right? So like, like, let's just jump right into that right now. Okay. Improv. 
Where is your thing? I think you're a college improv person. Go! Okay, I started out doing improv, uh, actually, like, right before college in, in high school, I worked at a, a theater camp uh, with um, Amanda Sitko, if you know of her. She's the best. Um, She's very great. Uh, with her and her brother and, a, a, you know, other, other counselors. <laughs> um, and we started doing improv stuff there, um, mostly just, like, uh, improv games, um, uh, as in uh, comedy sports style stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in college, uh, I got to college at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And uh, Amanda's brother, Mark Sitko, had started uh, an improv group that at our college that just did comedy sports style stuff. So uh, I got on that team. And we later on learned long form. And then I graduated and moved to New York. Uh, and did UCB, and now I live in LA, and everything's the best. <laughs> that's the the, sh- the short version of it. I love much. it. No, that's great. Yeah. Um, so uh, you again? There's so many people who like did it in like college and stuff, and I'm really envious of it. Like every time, because I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that improv was a thing until like, I. A uh, years ago. I'm so glad I. I mean. I feel like anyone who's listening to this podcast is going to be like, me too. Like, improv <laughs> made my life great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it really did. Um, my All of my current best friends, uh, almost all of them I have met through uh, improv. Yeah. Um, I would say all of them. I feel weird giving like 100% for anything, but right. I'm going to say 100% of my best friends I know <laughs> from improv. Um and a couple of people who I still do improv with here in L.A. I went to college with. Yeah. Like Manisico, Farley Elliott, Scott Nyman, Dickie uh, Copeland. Uh, there are others as well. Yeah. And the Andrew list, Portner. The list yep. continues. Uh, yeah, that's super cool. And that, that's, yeah, I think that's like a cool part of it. Like that you, well, well that's a whole thing. The, the, the social angle of it I love mm-hmm. because, yeah, for me personally, like when I was, for me personally, like honestly, like this guy, <laughs> yo, this guy, like not, personally, uh, not personally. other people, <laughs> but like me, honestly, can I tell you? Um, <laughs> I feel terrible. Uh, Am I listening to your stand up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, do you like Honestly, it? can I tell you? <laughs> do you like this character that I'm working on? I'm doing it the Just for Last showcase in like six minutes. <laughs> I'm sweating up a storm. So, <laughs> this is, I'm seriously just want to do silly bits. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, because, like, I didn't have... I felt like after I got done with college, I was like, I don't really... Like, my friends kind of went in their own separate ways, and uh-huh. it's like, oh, like, the social life kind of died, and like, oh, what do people do for social life? And I kind of didn't love everybody at my job. Yeah. Like, oh, no, this is really a bummer. And then improv, I'm like, what? We can all be friends, and everybody likes to have fun. This is great. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that's, that's like, one, insanely valuable. Uh, just also, in, like, college, it's a whole transition. You do, you do yeah. great, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, it's... Uh, especially in college, it was... Uh, I mean, everyone goes to college and you join different groups. They're like the, in ours, there was like a big, God, I can't remember what they're called, but it was like a huge Christian group. Uh, uh, And there was like the ski team, uh, which I was on briefly. uh, (laughs) And then was just like, "Uh, you guys are frat kids without a frat, basically. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it it was just like another way to find, to find and be accepted. But improv is, is perfect for that because it's like, okay, built into the structure of what we do is acceptance and kind of exploring things uh, about yourself and about other people and listening and really just like kind of trying to get on the same page, which in college is exactly what you want where you're feeling insecure and terrible. Um, 
and yeah, when I moved to New York, that was one of the first things I did. I was like, well, I want to, I want to start doing stuff at UCB because UCB was my favorite. The Upright Citizens Brigade was uh, my favorite sketch show. Uh, and I just knew that I had to do stuff there and it was such a nice way to find a community. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. That's, that's, Mm -hmm. um, see, I forgot that you kind of came from sort of out here. Uh, and I was going to, cause that's one thing I was going to ask you about. Cause like, cause I was impressed that you have, cause I knew that you're relatively new to LA mm-hmm. and I was like, you, but you have like a whole bunch of like friends and like an networking <laughs> thing. I'm like, how the fuck did she do that? Uh, that was the whole thing. But then again, you did, so you did that thing in New York. So let's just shift that whole phrase to like New York. So you're like, like, I don't know. How do you, how do you, it seems like you're awesome at like getting into a community is that sound, <laughs> does that sound like weird i don't know that sounds about right yeah i'm a i'm a pretty friendly person how do you and do I, that what's up that all about uh well when i moved to new york i almost immediately broke my leg oh, and no. so, like had to push off my plans but i knew as soon as i could walk i was like not okay. intentionally no no <laughs> it was a dumb a dumb thing it was like the biggest storm that new york had had in 50 years yeah and my friends and i were like let's make uh, sleds out of uh, wood paneling and duct tape that we get from a Home Depot and let's go jump off of uh, or go sledding off of cliffs <laughs> in Central Park which is kind of what happened and then I I broke my leg. Did it hurt? Oh, it was terrible. Cool. It was awful. I, that's uh, a stupid question but I just really wondered. <laughs> I was in the hospital for like three or four days no. and I had surgery. I still have metal in there. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's exciting. It doesn't go off during. Um, yeah, that's that's the first detectives. question that pops into my head. But I I knew I was like it's no, the first I question doesn't. that everyone asks. Yeah, but yeah. it's, it's kind of. I kind of wish it did so I could have this cool. Yeah, listen it's not like now. a dumb question, but it is yeah. sort of like eh, yeah. Yeah, I'll show you a picture of it someday. Cool. I got them somewhere. Of my X-rays. <laughs> None of the actual metal in my foot. That's gross. Yeah, because I don't know how we'd get to that. Yeah. I don't want to. Unless do. I was like, hey, when we go into surgery, could you would you mind surgeon just taking a photo? <laughs> Uh, anyway, so this has nothing to do with improv. These but are not, these are silly bits. <laughs> as soon as I could, as soon as I could walk, uh, I was in this big gross boot and I, uh, joined Improv 101, yeah. um, uh, with, uh, Manna's brother, Mark Sitko, who had also just recently moved to New York and we were both just like, we, we know two people, <laughs> we know each other and like one other dude that we went yeah. to college with. We're um, out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Improv was, 101 was awesome, and our teacher, Ari Vukitis, was a great, super great guy, uh, very funny, very great teacher, really supportive, but also really encouraged us to hang out as much as possible. Yeah. So, um, after class, every single day, we would all go out for drinks, uh, which uh, I feel like doesn't happen very often here in LA, or maybe it's it's harder to, because everyone has to drive afterward, but um, we would always go out for drinks afterward, and I'm still friends with a couple of those 101 kids, but um, I immediately applied to be an intern, uh, and then I... I just, I don't know, I, like, had the bug, man. I, I went to DCM that year, and none of my friends in 101 were going. So I went and saw, like, 24 shows by myself. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, it's midnight, but I've got nothing to do tomorrow. I'm really lonely, and I don't, I'll, I guess I'll go see shows till like, 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the application just went up. We got to, I got to. And we got to talk to Sticks Martin about that. Oh, we do. I got a wedding the weekend after. Oh, I don't know if cool. I can go. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> it's a wedding cool. in New York. No, it's fine. Yeah. Wow. I, think oh. I would love to. If I get rich, 
yeah. by sometime next week. Yes. I think I want to go for a week anyway. Oh, I love. So I feel like I'm going to be there. It's been so long since I've been in New York. It's yeah. the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I became an intern, uh, and I was an intern for like almost two years. Uh, and met all my good pals. Uh, yeah, that's cool. But like, so like, I'm uh, I'm curious, and I, I genuinely am curious. Like, were you like, because like I know you like improv, obviously. But was there a part <laughs> of you that was like consciously like friends? Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. Okay. Uh, and I um I also am always the person, uh. In, like, a new class or in, like, a new thing, um, kind of pushing myself to be more comfortable and to be the one who's like, hey, guys, let's all hang out. Yeah. Let's all go out for beers. Just because I know that everyone wants to feel comfortable and everyone wants to be friends. It's true. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm pretty good at, like, pushing that to happen. You did it with Six, I think, a little bit. I did it with Six Martin, for sure. Yeah. You were, what, one day we canceled, we weren't, weren't going to have, like, a practice and, like, somebody was like, we should have beer and pizza. And, like, you were like, yeah, we should. Uh, and, like, I think, like, three people came, and one of them were you, was you, and the other was me. I, like, I was like, cool. Like, we're just, yeah, we, like, like, didn't oh, really cool. know each other. <laughs> it was fine. We it's talked about stuff. Yep. <laughs> it was great. Wow, memories. Do you remember that just, like, a year ago? Let's do that again. Where were we? Scott's. Oh, it's Scott's. On yeah, the, the it was. It was just me, you, and Scott. Yep. I uh, eating, eating I had met Scott. This is Scott Davis. I had met him in New York because he was out for TCM, I think. Yeah. But he was staying at my apartment because he knew my roommate. Mm. Uh, and I had met him briefly before, but um, uh, when I moved to L.A., he almost immediately, like, Facebooked me and was like, hey, I think you're great. I saw you perform. I did, like, some weird show, uh, some mashup show or something. Yeah. And he was like, hey, you should do, do you want to be in an improv group with me? And I was like, yes, friends. <laughs> please. See, yeah. yeah, he did this. He did the same thing to me. And I was like, yes, this sounds like a cool team. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank God. Thank God for Scott Davis. He's really, it's, uh. It's really nice to move to a new city, and because I know a, bu- I mean, a ton of people move to LA from New York, tons yeah, and tons and constantly. tons. Um, but there's a big, I feel like there's a, a large-ish contingent of them that kind of don't meet anybody new. Yeah, that only that come out here and are kind of just like, well, I'll just hang out with my friends that I met in New York. Yeah, and they'll make like one or two new friends, but they don't really like insert themselves into the scene or whatever. Yeah, there is a little thing, um, and maybe that's just them discovering that you know improv is was fun for a while, but is not for them now, or oh, or whatever it is. That's but, tragic. I mean, for yeah, for me, I definitely wanted to, a big goal of mine was to like be to come out here and not just hang out with the people that i knew yeah not just hang out with my boyfriend and my roommates and just be <laughs> like well i've got it i've got friends yeah uh but it's been great it's um ellie turned out to be uh a lot i mean this is a stupid thing to say but i like it a lot more than i thought i would yeah yeah i yeah uh <laughs> well so I ended up liking LA despite hating it until basically until improv. And I was like, this, <laughs> like, this is the worst place. Why would anybody be here? And I'm like, Oh, this is actually pretty good. Uh, and that's sad. Uh, but then, then there's that, there's that, but you're talking about like, you're like, yeah, I kind of like I actively going like, yeah, I just want to like make friends and like try to, socialize and get everybody comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I'm the exact opposite in this weird way <laughs> where I'm like, no, 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 people just want 
me there to do the improvising and then like we'll all just like leave each other alone and like it's so it's you so, have this weird thing in your brain that's like people naturally just want to be alone and not hang out outside it's of- true i think i think my my socializing as a kid was very <coughs> weird uh-huh. i grew up in uh uh my so parts of my family were very like ah we're just like doing our own thing uh and i and i and i desperately hate that like for a, for a long time mm-hmm. in my childhood i thought everybody was really did want to beat me up which is insane but i really believe that i'm guys i'm pouring my heart out here it's, it's not it's everything's okay <laughs> oh, i feel Steven's great now. crying right now you guys yeah, somebody's <laughs> gotta do it no but i mean I, but like and like that's how then that's uh, i think that like i have to like fight that a lot because i'm like oh yeah people totally want to like yeah hang out and have beers and socialize but i'm yeah. like but then again i'll like show up to like the clubhouse and like Everybody's kind of doing their own thing. I'm going to leave everybody alone. I mean, I'm coming off in this podcast for some reason as if I show up every place I go and I meet a new person. And that's not true. It seems true to me. I show up at the clubhouse and I'm like, people on my team are not here. I'm just going to like kind of hang out. Although I had, although then again, I have gotten a few of those, those messages from you. You're like, I'm here. Somebody show up. (laughs) True. Uh, yeah, I. I mean, you've got to realize that we're all alone, Stephen. We're all trying to meet. We're just, trying to make. I'm trying to make everybody cry. Just trying so. to make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to make it happen. Uh, anyway, no, I just I, I just wanted to talk about it because I think that's interesting. And I think you're totally right. Uh, and I want to be. I want to be the guy more often who's like, hey, let's mm-hmm. call this a hangout. And it's. Um, I really love the. Uh, the indie scene in LA yeah. is so much greater than I thought it would be because uh, New York has a great indie scene, and I was I really. Knew that I was going to miss it, and I, I still do. It's got great shows and great people, uh, uh, a really wonderful camaraderie and support out there. Um, but it, it's nice to come out to LA and also find that. Be like, oh, great! There's shows every night here too yeah. uh, at indie venues, and you know, me and my friends who are just kind of like fucking around with a form, we can find a new, uh, we can find a place to. I don't know, to go up and, and to meet new people and to have a good time and to be supported and support other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to know that there's a good indie scene. It's very cool. Because when I moved out, I was like, they probably have like two shows ugh, <laughs> at indie venues. Where do they even perform? Oh, who knows? <laughs> it's so different. New York is different than L.A. <laughs> and then, and then, so, yeah, because you by the time you came out, we probably had a show every night, every week. Yeah. We a couple, and now there's like a couple of yeah. shows a night every week. Yeah. And then there's UCB and then there's all yeah. the other theaters too. It's all thing. It's all thing. Mm-hmm. We did okay. Good we job, LA. Okay. I'm just giving everybody well high done. fives. I just want to give everybody in LA a high five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Actually, the, that's that's my next topic because it seems like to me, well, this isn't entirely true, but I, uh, so this is whatever. It seems like to me, like you're on a few, a number of teams. Yeah. Feels like you're on a bunch. And there was a time when I was on a bunch of teams, but all my bunches of teams practice all the time. Do all uh, your teams practice all the time? No. How do you do that? How, Just tell me how to do it. I don't know. <laughs> how do you not? Yeah. Well, you got to find people that are either too busy or not super committed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what it is. I when, I when I was in New York, there was a time where I had, uh, I would say at the max, three or four teams that were practicing every week. I did regularly. like seven or eight at one point. Ugh. It was awful it's nuts and it's expensive and in new york you have to pay for spaces too people don't just rehearse in living rooms that's insane uh i sound like an old lady well back in new york you you had to pay for the spaces you could get a sauerkraut sandwich it was very not that expensive (laughs) and i don't know why people just wanted the sauerkraut but whatever sauerkraut sandwich it's all we could afford it was a nickel Uh, (laughs) uh uh but yeah, I feel like uh, it's just stressful. It's stressful to have teams because you also 
to be very good at improv uh, most of the time, unless you're just some sort of god, you have to like have a full life where you get out and do things that are not just improv all the time. Yeah. Uh, which I feel like is so good and so important to do. Yeah. To like get out and see a play and hang out with your non-improv friends yeah. or, you know, go, go to a museum and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then write that off. You guys just write it off in your taxes. Great. Go to a museum, write it off. Be like $20. See you later. I'll get you back. <laughs> You're going to get audited. <laughs> and when it happens, I, I was going to say I could help you, but I can't. I can't. Well, you have, Sorry. We're in this together now. Uh, you got to help me out. We're all, we're all one. We're <laughs> Shintos, man. We're Shintos. But yeah, I think uh, the, the the team that I rehearse with regularly is Sticks Martin. Yeah. Uh, and we we're very busy, so we don't even rehearse that often. But <laughs> ideally, every week. Yeah. Once a week. Um, yeah, the other ones are kind of just like mostly we perform. Yeah. Every now and then we'll have a rehearsal. I also coach a lot. Yeah. You're I coach a good amount. Let's uh, um Okay, well, I wanna yeah, I wanna skip back a little bit instead of coaching. Let's talk about okay. learning improv. <laughs> Let's talk about learning improv. Uh, yeah, like what um I feel like some people Maybe this is hard to assess. I feel like people, when they get into improv, they usually get into improv for a reason, mm-hmm. uh, and it's because they think they're funny in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they, they usually will like shine in like one area, and then also suck super bad <laughs> in like every in everything else. Uh, and I want like and I, like I wonder like did you because I if I if I thinking about like you as an improviser. Like, I feel like your thing that maybe that you started out being good at was, is probably very different than what I started out being good at. So I'm like, mm. I want, did you have, did you have like, like when you came into it, you're like, oh, I'm good at blank and like, blah, 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 blah. Um, I feel like, uh, cause I'm not usually a super, and I can be, but I'm not the type of person that you, you think of doing improv and you're like, oh, she's a real zany one or, you know, she's super heady. Yeah. Uh, but I no. feel like I... I think what I like about improv, um, and the, the, what I like doing with improv is I, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at grounding things and, uh, I'm good at figuring out like, ah, that's the game. Yeah. Like, okay. That's, that's like, that's probably the game. Let's explore that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I, I'm a pretty decent utility player. Utility. Uh, I'm not... And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like uh, when people walk away from the. I'm, I love when I do something that's great and hilarious, yeah. and that makes everybody laugh. But I, I'm also okay with. Uh, it doesn't feel as great, but I'm okay with being like, I helped set up this game yeah. that was really killer. See, you know? yeah. See, I think of, yeah, I do think of you in very much as like this weird utility player that, that probably doesn't get enough. Like respect, just in general. like, and I, I don't think that I don't think that's true. I don't think anybody's out there like Sarah's not that great. Probably, probably like, no, Sarah's pretty I mean, it could be. Who know. knows? Who knows? Uh, that's fine. You're it's fine. entitled to you're entitled to your opinion. You're an asshole. Um, I I will stand by that. Anybody who doesn't like you is an asshole. Well, you're um, probably fine. <laughs> so, uh, look how sweet she is. I'm you're an best. asshole for not I'm liking the best, her. You guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like even, even like yeah, when I was when I played with you, like I I feel like it for a while. I was like, it's not that I didn't notice that you were doing good, but I was like. Oh, I see. 
Cool. That was cool. That was yeah, a cool. Yeah, I do. That you I did. do. Like, I'll you know lob you the volleyball yeah. to spike down it's or very whatever. Very nice. But you're. But then again, like also, you're very. You you do all of like you do goofy big stuff, or you'll do <laughs> like really funny lines, or you'll play like really funny straight. You do all of that. Thanks, man. Uh, you're very good. You're very good. I love it. I'm trying to say you're the best. <laughs> Will you listen? Can we I'm, change? Can we Freaky Friday? I'm the best. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. Um, yeah. Uh, I think, and that's the other thing too. Well, I don't know. I just now I'm thinking, and I think about utility players, and I feel like everybody wants to consider themselves a utility player, and I don't know mm. that everybody is. I like to think of myself as a utility player. I don't think that's entirely true. I don't know what I am, but I think I think everybody. Thinks I think you're a good way. utility player for I sure. Know. I don't know. Yeah. I think everybody wants to think of it that way, and you're just probably, probably just being nice. That's totally fine. I'll figure <laughs> it out. Um, yeah, I think, but that is that is one of those things that like. Uh, that I, I personally like playing about with you, playing with you, is because like yeah, it's just it's those little simple moves that like it's like all right, I'm gonna keep everything on track, and it's you know mm-hmm. it's like cool, we're just gonna we're gonna do this thing, like, <laughs> or like rein things back in, <laughs> yeah. and I've, sometimes it can feel like oh, I'm the downer, yeah. So it's it's a big thing to like try and fight against that, yeah. You know, to oh, be, yeah, you're such a downer. <laughs> to be the one person who's like whoa, okay, <laughs> here, let's calm down, everybody. We were talking about this. Remember the game yeah. thing. Uh, well, and like on Sticks Martin particularly, we have a. We're, I think we're all very funny and excitable and aggressive. And like, it, especially if there's just any scene where it's a group game, we're all like, we'll all destroy the scene. <laughs> like, we will manically go after funny things. Uh, and, yeah. and there will just be, but there will be like times when you just go, when you'll like, just say something to like call attention to be like here's don't forget about this thing <laughs> and then and then we'll all like tear it apart a little bit and you're like all right good job <laughs> let's don't forget the story keeper or like whatever it is we're like okay great yeah it's like a horde of bees or something it's and i'll be like you guys don't forget about the hive and you're like oh yeah 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 it's insanity, and I love it. So, but I can be a B too. I'm you're, a B. You're totally a B. That's I'm why a, I've said that. You're, yeah. you're the B in apartment 23. I'm uh, a B I in apartment hate myself for that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so so cool. yeah, so like I feel like yeah, maybe just the uh, you probably probably came in doing like a lot of naturalistic stuff and like hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, I also came up through uh, short form. Oh yeah, that's true. It's all, so, it's all short form thing. So you probably came up being like really weird. I really liked uh, the acting stuff. Like when I, um, I first auditioned for the improv group, and I did not get on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Scott Nyman auditioned at the same time, and he got on. Yeah. Uh, and we, I was friends with Amanda, so I like hung out at all their parties. And at their very first party after like that audition cycle, um, I didn't get on, but I was like, I'm I'm cool with these guys. I'm going to go to their party. Yeah. And uh, Scott and I were the only freshmen at the party. And uh, this guy, Ricky Khalil, who is on, uh, uh, God, what is it called? Uh, USS Rock and Roll. Oh, at, yeah. Um, iOS. At iOS. He <laughs> he was on the team as well. And he's like, hey, you two are freshmen. Be friends. And then they all left us in the backyard together. So, like, that was how my and Scott's That's great. friendship began. And it is uh, You guys are freshmen. Be friends. <laughs> But uh, (laughs) a year later, it was like uh, coming back from summer break uh, my sophomore year. Ricky called me and he was like, hey, how you doing? We're just like chatting up and being friends. And he had just read Truth and Comedy. Okay. And he he encouraged he was like, are you thinking about auditioning? And I was like, I I, I don't think so. I think I'm it's just not for me. You know, I'm I'm more of just like a theater person and I'm okay with that. And he's like, actually, I think you really are. You, you, this could be for you. Yeah. Um, you should just go for it again. And like gave me all these tips he read from Truth and Comedy. Yeah. Um, and then I auditioned and, and got in. But yeah, I feel like when I started, I didn't, 
I was like, I like fun and I like, uh, I enjoy the community and I like having like fun bits with friends, but I don't think I'm like a comedian. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I'm a funny person, which, uh, it's is, not true. Is untrue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I think my, uh, where I approach comedy from is mostly it's it's from this like strong theater background yeah. that also uh, can be funny I guess yeah <laughs> you know so you don't that's that's interesting yeah because you don't uh, strike me as a theatery person which that doesn't I don't think that sounds mean but also don't take it mean I, I won't okay cool you don't, <laughs> you don't strike me as like a theatery person because like. I don't know, but that's that. I can see that there is that like thing. I don't know. You're so, you're so great. You're it's just like right. a real, a very real grounded place. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. Like is where most of my improv comes from, and it's lovely. <laughs> oh, guys, let's talk about real and grounded stuff then. Uh, what? Because uh, you, because so like I'm just trying to think back at doing like Sticks Martin rehearsal and like watching you get notes, which sounds. Like you got a bunch of notes. Everybody got notes. We're very. I mean, bad. I love Jess- notes. I eat Je- notes. Jessica, uh, is Jessica Allen Easton was our coach for a good while, and uh, I don't know when are we going to get her back. I mean, she she's teaching classes now. Oh, so I'm like then probably now. Yeah, she had a baby, which is why we stopped. Yeah, well, uh, whatever. I don't want to. She had to recover. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cute baby man. So cute. Very cute it's baby. A Patriots fan already. So of course, good baby. Yeah, it's a good baby. Good baby. Patriots <laughs> <a good> <laughs> um, fan seem to be a Sox fan. So I was, I was trying to think of like what uh, that thing is that you're working on, but like uh, let's talk, let's talk about I guess let's just talk about grounded approaches to scenes because mm-hmm. uh, that is something oh. you do good and you kind of you you you'll, you'll come in even sometimes with goofy premises, but grounded approaches. Uh, I don't know what's that all about. Like why? My <laughs> one of my favorite quotes uh, and that I use. I feel like I I coach from the place that I that I usually get notes on and that I improvise from. Yeah. Uh, so I, I coach very, I try to coach very grounded things, but that can get really goofy and have crazy characters. But like, I, I really try to approach from grounded is like super important, Yeah. <laughs> which is a stupid statement. But one of my favorite quotes is, uh, is a Neil Casey quote. He's a teacher in, uh, I, know who Neil I mean, Casey you know who he is. is. He's a writer at SNL. Know. He's great. He's a writer at SNL. He's now. so funny. He wrote this really good blog post about how it was all it wasn't worth it all this time doing improv or whatever. Oh, yeah. It was really good. He was the best. It was sarcastic. But it was uh, really good. And he's also a really nice guy. I believe it. Uh, but he, one of my favorite quotes is from him. It's uh, you can take, uh, uh, what is it? You can take the train to Crazy Town, but you've got to take the local. Got to take local. Which see that's see, that's a, that's a New York quote because I don't understand what that means. Okay, I've uh, heard that a, a number of times, and it sounds it sounds smart, but I don't know what that means. Okay, the express train will go from here to Crazy Town in two stops. Okay, great. The local will go from here to Crazy Town in like seven stops. Okay, or six or five, you know. But just you, you have to build to it. Yeah, you've got to start grounded and you've got to add little things and then end up at you know we're we're bears who live on the moon and yeah. we're I don't know uh, trying to. Come on, come up with a full example of something crazy. Because <laughs> I don't know that real bears crazy that town. live on a moon is enough. Okay, we're <laughs> bears and we live in a washing machine and uh, our mom is two raccoons. We have two raccoons for one mom. That's where the snuggle bear came from? I okay. mean, this is not a scene that I would do. Yeah, but, it's not. <laughs> I mean, maybe if I build to it. But you, you can't start out as like, listen, we're two bears and this is fucking crazy. We've got all these crazy, insane things happening. Those insane things can happen, but yeah. you have to build them in yeah. so that 
when you come to the end of your herald or when you come to the you know like the the apex the final scene you know the the crescendo of your your improv set you've got like oh this makes sense and this makes sense and this makes sense so you can have all these crazy insane things yeah uh possibly multiple games that are happening at the same time but you have to have justified them yeah along the way i think uh you're totally right uh there there's this uh there's this thing like if, if it's easy to like go and be want to very aggressively like choke the the fun thing you're just like <laughs> i'm gonna do this now uh i remember do it as much as possible i remember another team i was on we did a scene where it was it wasn't my scene so if anybody from that team is listening to this don't be offended if it but it was really bad it went really poorly and it started with uh, i've got a monster for a penis uh, and then somebody came out, I actually think it was me, and came out and was like the monster penis. Mm-hmm. And then the girl responded, I've got a monster for a vagina. And it was like, and then somebody did that. And it was like, what the fuck? And those yeah, were the like, first. Where do you go from these there? These were the first two lines. <laughs> and it was like, and I was just like, and I, and I remember immediately going like, oh no, yeah. we're in a place. Um, because you need a reaction to that. And it, nothing, it can yeah. be. Uh, it can be, whoa, you have a monster for a penis, or you could be like, oh, that's awesome, or w- yeah. anything in between. But you have to acknowledge it, right, before moving on. It was, it was so, yeah. quick. and it was, and it's like, and honestly, that's a fun, you, you know, having a monster for a penis and just being like, or even just like, like, listen, like, listen, we had a great, we had a great date, and uh, it seems like it's going like kind of fast, but like. What it, like that normal way into it is a probably great way to handle <laughs> the monster penis thing or in the, in the monster vagina. I'd love vagina to you up, but you've got to know. You just got like, I, like, I don't, and I'm not trying to have like an ego here, uh-huh. but like, and that's like a, that's a fine way to that scene. And then the monster vagina is such a natural button to that scene. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's like, the, maybe that's, he, of course, that's, maybe she is doing the same thing to her date and yeah. they find each other. It's perfect. Right. Come on. Yeah. Like that's a whole herald mm-hmm. played out. The monster vagina is the second beat and then the third great. beat, they find each other and it's great. Yeah. Come on. Great. Uh, but yeah, but like we burned through that stuff and I, I, I've been there and before. But then I remember, do you remember, we did this once in rehearsal where we did this, off the opening, we had something about blowjobs. Do you remember that? Um, I mean, it's ah, improv, so, so probably a lot, a lot of things. <laughs> I, I just remember, I remember like, I was like, I did this, I did this whole thing, like, cool, like my resume looks really good. And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's really great. Really, really cool. Oh, I love this scene. We did, yeah. we, and like, I was like, cool. Like, I, I think it'd be really great. And like, and the, like probably like the fifth or sixth line, I'm like, so when can I get this blowjob? And it was like, it was so, <laughs> it was so stupid. Like, that's such a, yeah. like, that's a stupid line, but like walk, just like walking into it. Is like such a nice, like it was such a nice yeah. thing to do. I feel, and I remember going like, I did this right. Like, <laughs> oh, thank God! Uh, and I and I remember th- like thanking the Lord that I was doing that scene with you because I know that uh, plenty of improvisers would like take it away at a certain point. Like, yeah, you're not Wouldn't doing be patient it. with it. Yeah, or... what, what's the funny thing, man? <laughs> yeah, where's the blowjob? <laughs> uh, I feel like especially uh, with a group that you are comfortable with and yeah. that you that you like and trust, uh, and coming off of an opening. Usually, like, if I can't remember exactly how my thoughts beforehand, but I feel like if I let you go that far, I probably would have been like, I know, I know what Steven's doing. Yeah. And I'm just going to let him do it. There's, yeah, there's something you know? here. Like, let it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, take, I'm, taking the, I'm taking this Miles Stroth class workshop, and he, said, he, he says this thing, and I think it's interesting and probably pretty true. If you treat somebody like they have an idea, they'll end up having one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if they don't, like, it's, it's like the exception is if you know they don't, but like they'll yeah. end up having one. And like, I've been trying to do that more and more lately. It's just like, all right, they initiated a scene, especially uh-huh. off an opening. 
all right, so your thing, and like, and I've had, and I've been, I've done it to the point of frustration where people have been like, hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, good, how are you? Like, oh my God, that's the worst. I will, I'll, 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 when I'm coaching, I'm always be like, nope, start again. <laughs> yeah. We can't, how's it going? Where it's are a, you? Who are you? What's a, happening here? Exactly. Like I've done it, I've done it to that point where it's just, I'm like, I'm so desperately not trying to add things so I can let them do the thing <laughs> and it worked and it really does work in this weird way because uh-huh. you get to their thing that they, and it's, you know, I guess it's hard sometimes to it's, get it It's hard because you also, you don't. Because I'm also, like, a big proponent of, like, make a comedic move. Yeah. If nothing has happened by, like, the third line... Yeah. I mean, if if the person who initiated has not gotten it out, like... You know what? Just Somebody's add something in and let's yeah. let's make something happen. Uh, yeah, because least. it's probably going to become better than just one person's idea. Yeah, two I, two ideas. Combined. I feel like I feel like there's this tendency I have at a certain at a certain point, and I and I and <laughs> again I'm experimenting and letting people do their things lately. But like at a certain point, I'll I'll throw out like a half-hearted idea. It's like. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I'll, you know, like you'll do one of those, like, ah, uh, this is, you just point out a, a small problem and be like, so like, there's a small problem in this logic. Do you want to do this? Do you like, <laughs> I'm like, 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 really, that's what I like. I'll just be like, oh, I have a problem with this thing. Do you want to follow this or do you have something like I've, I've given mm-hmm. you, I've given us an option and if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But like, realize that we have to do something eventually. <laughs> I, uh, one of my, f- one of my favorite shows to watch ever is um, Gravid Water. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Uh, I've never seen. I, I've seen videos. I've never seen it one live. It looks so wonderful. Looks like my thing. Um, and uh, I haven't seen it much in LA, but I used to see it all the time in New York. And um, there, uh, they would get like amazing Broadway actors and amazing like improvise the best improvisers in the theater, like Michael Delaney and Anthony King and. Christina Gauss like so many people who are fantastic. Sometimes like Jason Sudeikis or mm-hmm. Amy Poehler would come in, um, and I saw uh, two scenes. I can't remember who did the first, but it was uh, with Gravid Water. If you don't know what it is, um, oh, yeah. uh, there's an actor who has uh, ha- there's like a two person scene from a, a play from you know any play or whatever, and it's just a few pages, and they know all of their lines, they know all of their characters' lines, and the other person on stage is an improviser who doesn't know what the play is, doesn't know what's going on. They walk in and they, it's just like an improv scene. They walk in and they have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and the actor says all of their lines and has to kind of justify it's, it's really, um, it's a wonderful exercise for everybody because the actors, you know, have to find interesting ways of, you know, saying, I want to kill you in a loving way or, you know, doing things that the play would not call for, but in this scene does. And, um, the one of God, who, what it was, um, it might've been Amy Poehler, but it, it might've been somebody else, but it was someone who, uh, an improviser who I think had not been doing gravid water very often. Mm -hmm. And they were kind of trying to, to keep pace with the actor and be like, okay, what is the scene about? Like, let's figure. So it, it went okay. And it was a very funny scene, yeah. but the improviser was kind of just like filling in the blanks a little bit mm-hmm. and, and just doing a good job. But, yeah. um, the next scene was Jason Sudeikis and somebody else. And within the first few lines, she was reading, you know, not reading, but she had memorized her lines. She was yeah. saying her lines and he was, uh, improvising and he labeled her as a magician. Mm-hmm. Which 
had nothing to do with what the play was. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, they had to like make this happen, and he yeah. made this big choice. And then it uh, it created so much more richness. Yeah. In uh, in that scene that already had you know it's from a play it has a context yeah, it has all these out. things. Thing. Yeah. Uh, but him making just this huge choice and being like we have to deal with this no matter what even if you say like later on in your lines is like well I'm a doctor then he would have yeah it's not how it went but it was yeah you know he would have to say like well. Doing this doctor stuff on the side is, yeah. you know, difficult when you're a full-time magician. Like we've been talking, you know, yeah. that's not a great example of it. But it's great. <laughs> but it's yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's. Um, I'm a big a supporter of like make a big comedic decision. Yeah. Early on, and then and then deal with it, and yeah. then like make that part of the scene because I've seen so many. Uh, interview scenes and I've seen a billion date scenes. I've seen a billion of every, you know, all these regu- regular, you know, roommate S- fight scenes. scenes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, make it interesting. Make something big happen. There's, there's, uh, and, and you know, even one of those things of like, uh, like it just just adding at least something that like you can have to deal with. Like in, in whatever... You know, in the context of a, of a you know, a, say an interview scene and just being like, also, I'm a part-time magician, you mm-hmm. know, I could do, I do magic on the side. Like, at least there's something going on that you can deal with. Like, it's, it's even, you know, there, there's, there's very rare instances that not having or putting it, I think putting in a specific that you, yeah, that just had, just inform mm-hmm. something. You're like, you're like, okay, I guess I'm gonna have to take this apart or like, let, I'm gonna try to let this inform my character or let me inform about how I feel. There's something there. It's like, that's yeah. the one thing that hopefully that will make it like unique. And so, yeah, instead adds of a richness. Like, yeah. And it also adds so many more once you know, oh, or even labeling someone else, yeah. you're a magician, that person's gonna say, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Now I have so many, now I have a place from which to make all of my decisions. Right. You know, or it's, at least part of it. Or yeah. even a name, you know, like naming someone Jim is different than naming someone Horace. Right? Mm, those are pretty similar. Horace? Yeah, Horace and Jim. Okay, how about... Uh, <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm sorry, I'm a terrible you person. You monster. <laughs> like, I guess, I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah, naming someone or giving someone an occupation or just even, listen, you are always doing blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, uh, okay, that, stop bringing your dog to yeah. AA. That tells you, oh, I'm a huge dog person. I will always bring my dog yeah. to AA. Yes, I'm also an alcoholic. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, your partner it, is always going to thank you for that, and you're always going to thank yourself for giving for making a big decision, and then kind of trying to justify it from there. Yeah, I think one of the things that uh, I was just just on on gifts and adding stuff. Uh, one of the things I think people do the least, and probably should do the most, and and takes a long time to do this, is take accusations and insults and bad things, oh, yeah. and just be like, "Cool, that's my gift. Yeah, I'm doing that now. Yeah, and, it's, and just own it. Yeah." If you take, if you take any, like, it's so, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's that, it's that like old, not necessarily accurate wisdom about like, you can't have argument scenes, but it's one of those things that like, if somebody's goes like, Hey, you know, even something disgusting, like, Hey, I saw you like looking at my daughter, she's 14. You're like, Ugh. like if you fight that uh-huh. you know, or like try to deny it or any way, you're like, you can, there's a way to do it, but it's also harder. But yeah. if you take that on go like, yeah. 
I was looking at her. Like, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. And there's so, there's, like, there's a yeah, lot to, like, go with there. She would be a there. beautiful model. I work for a modeling agency. Yeah. There's you somewhere know? to go with. There's yeah. a whole lot more places I'm to 14, go with that. I'm 14. I just have a disease that makes me look like I'm 50. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's yeah. classic class belt. Classic class belt. Grounding it. You know, I'm going to justify <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's one of those, it's, it's almost in that same way of just going like, how's it going? As opposed to like, it's one of those things where you're just, you're putting it off. If you don't, if you don't take that thing, or at least it let yeah. it inform you of like, Hey, you're, you're, you're disgusting. No, I'm not. It's just basically going like, well, I'm not going to make any moves right now. Yeah. So you can, you can try again. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, doing I, not that I would and encourage people to, cause I, I, it's so frustrating to see to be coaching and see scenes that are just fighting yeah. that are just like, Oh babe, you always fucking do this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well you, I blah, blah. It's so frustrating. Cause it's like, yeah, you guys can argue forever, but you're getting nowhere. You're yeah. treading water. You can't do anything. It's tough. Yeah. So and- I'm all about giving someone gifts, but do it in a way that's yeah. There's uh, uh, yeah. I'm just using that as an example, but like yeah. even even yeah, that I mean, in a, it's d- like, definitely that even in that in itself is a way to completely avoid an argument. It's just to go like, hey man, I saw you like staring at my 14 year old daughter and going, yeah, I'm a mod, yeah, I'm a modeling yeah. guy, I'm a 50 year old, I look like a 50, year I've got that Jack thing, yeah. like that. There's there's suddenly like there's a whole thing that you have to deal with, and it's not. No, I don't worry about what I do. You worry yeah. about you, what you do, like. Yeah, the moment it, you're like, no, 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 I'm yeah. just my character's a normal person who doesn't have anything interesting about them. Okay, <laughs> I'm not crazy, guys. The moment I'm you say that, you're like, oh well, why, why are we here? Yeah, uh, listen, I'm a dude and you're a dude, and we're just hanging Every, out and everything's at a fine. bus stop. It's being normal dudes. <laughs> I think it's uh, that thing of just like people like it's it's easier. It's like you know what's happening, and that's easy to go like I know how to fight. I don't argue with people mm-hmm. and fight for my right way. And it's hard. It's harder to go like all right. What is a dude who pretends who looks like he's fifty? What's going on in his world? Uh, uh, I, it's I don't. Know. Poor I love fourteen year old. I love this example. By the way, this is the <laughs> best thing ever. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait. Now what? Am, I had something else that I wanted to jump to. Mm-hmm. I think I lost it. Oh, God. Really what do we even talk about? <laughs> My head's gonna explode. Um, all right, then I, I guess we could talk about either mod stuff mm. or coaching or stick stuff or personal growth. What do you want to talk about? Oh, jeez! I gave you four things. That's actually probably too many decisions by one. I mean, it's a lot. Is there anything uh, that you really? Yeah, I don't know. About? No, I don't. I don't know. Because I, I think I had something that I was really interested in jumping to, and mm-hmm. then I lost it. So I'm just going to see those things. I think will are fertile ground. Um, I've been coaching a lot, and I really like that. Let's talk about and I think that has made. It helps me be a better improviser. Yeah. I've been wanting to get into coaching. I've been putting that idea out there. Uh, the only people that have taken, tried to take me up on it are very not working with my schedule, and it makes me sad. Because I'm like, oh, I, I want to work. I want it, takes, it takes a while. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about because of coaching. So yeah, I I have to imagine that helps uh, with your improvising personally. But uh, yeah. yeah. So you say you said you already said it before that you're trying to come at it from your thing of like grounded and stuff. But like, uh, what else? <laughs> but like, but like, what else? What else? No, no, uh, yeah. Like, what? I mean, what do you do to get through that? Or like, what? How do you? How do you trick people into being that? And to well, um, I, uh, Amy Poehler has this. Uh, got I'm, I'm, I've got just like a couple quotes that always yeah. stick in my head. But Amy Poehler's got one that's something about um, living life on stage. Yeah. 
and that's what it should be. It should be, listen, if you're a monster and his snake girlfriend, be though be as if you were like a man and woman girlfriend but layer on that monster and, and snake stuff over it yeah um because that that makes it so uh, one of my f- uh favorite exercises is is a layering exercise um where i will start it uh i will tell two people there's different versions of it but it's like okay um two people are uh are in a scene and I'll have them do it and I'll say, okay, just be as real and as honest as possible. Mm. Don't, don't try and, you know, improvise. You're not, you're act, you're just being this. So you're, you're a father and you're a son and son is coming out as gay to his dad. So I'll just have them do that scene, not play for laughs, not play for jokes or anything. Um, and then, uh, and then I will have them do it as the son is coming out, uh, as a shark to his dad and I want them to say to hit the same beats you know yeah. if if one of them cries at some point during the first one I want that to happen during the second one but yeah. I want all these things you know because you see if <laughs> you see you can see so many scenes where it's like listen dad I'm a shark ah it's crazy <laughs> you know you, you jump to this crazy place without uh, keeping the reality of it keeping yeah. the emotions uh, and the reactions you know it's yeah. it's all if I Granted, is is such a, a very small part of uh, of improv, but it, it builds. It's it's like the grounded is the ground that you have to build everything off of. Yeah. If you're grounded, then you're going to react normally. Yeah. You're going to react to things. So if you know you're playing this scene as if your son is coming out as gay, but you're, he's coming out as a shark, just still be that dad who's like, oh, this is not the way I raised you, or yeah. you know, I'm I'm so glad you. I want you to love whatever shark that you want i guess uh if that's what you guys do you know um it's so much and and having people do those scenes they they feel it they feel it like in their it's like a muscle memory thing they're like oh yeah being truthful to my emotions and to how a human would act (laughs) um even if you layer over these crazy circumstances just relate it to something in your life that uh, that makes sense, um, and they can feel like, oh, that was a lot funnier, and it f- did feel a lot better, and it felt normal and comfortable, and you feel like you could do that scene forever. Yeah, as it's, opposed to like, well, I hope we get edited soon because I only have two more jokes left. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, expect, like if you do, you know, I'm coming out as a shark. Uh, it's easy to attack that and throw throw all the things out, but it's you know. It, Layering, grounding, I think those are things that, that are helpful in that if you treat audiences can recognize something as like similar to an archetype that they understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, and that's one of those things of just like, what is this like? Like, I, like it, even, even like, our, our, I remember, do you remember, <laughs> this is weird, we did one, the story keeper scene, this is our group game that was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was, uh, and <laughs> yeah. Dave came out like, you've reached the story keeper. Which I don't know that he had <laughs> anything about that. And we, and like, we were like, and I just remember going like he he said that as if we had completed something, and I was like, "Cool, I'm going to take this as a victory." But whatever it is, yeah. I'm like, and I and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you guys, we did." It. And like I was like, and I try and I really like in my head, I'm like, "Cool, I'm treating it as a victory." And I remember how to high five that I've been like, "Cool." So even though even if that wasn't necessarily the uh, the strongest choice, I think people will at least go, "Okay, so whatever it is, they're excited that they have done it. They are mm-hmm. excited they have achieved it. Now, now whatever happens next, I understand that this will either clash or inform their excitement. Yeah. They can be more excited." They can 
can be less excited, their hopes can be dashed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if we're just like, okay, well, story <laughs> keeper, we want to know the tale of... You're like, wait, okay, what is this like? Like, what is the tale of... Why? Where do you show up to places? <laughs> is this like a? Is this like a? An, like a transaction scene? Like you, you know, doing mm-hmm. something that grounds it or just like gives it some kind of context is like yeah, great. And it's in those reactions, those emotional reactions or whatever else. That's that's how you find game. Yeah, like a game is, you know, as I say, it's an unusual thing and it's the reaction to it. Yeah. So an unusual thing is not a game yet until you're saying, this is how I feel about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, penis monster and vagina monster, penis are, monster, and vagina is a monster. perfect example of <laughs> a perfect scene not that a game. could not be changed. <laughs> it it just was just write that down. Ideal. Everybody memorize that. <laughs> Make it work into your openings, your organic openings, your, your pattern game. Find a way to put the word monster and penis right next to each other. Yep. Initiate that. We'll have we'll have reached the pinnacle of the art. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Ground and then let's see. I'm trying. Somebody else. Somebody told me that they had you as a coach, and I'm trying to remember. They said that they liked you. Oh. I wonder if they had anything interesting to say that I could all like jump off of and be like, "Well, also, <laughs> you gave notes about well, blah 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 blah." I, I recently had to give uh, a group a note. It's uh, a group of all guys, and they're they're nice and they're fun, um, but they were doing a lot of scenes that had hand jobs in them for no reason. And I'm like, okay, if you're going to have hand jobs in a scene, why? Yeah. Why? You fucking justify it. Yeah. But I, uh, at the end of rehearsal, I was like, do you guys get or give a lot of hand jobs in real life? Because this happens in a lot of your scenes. And they're like, oh, no, it's just kind of like something we find funny. It's like our inside joke. Yeah. So I had to give like a, no more hand jobs, you guys. <laughs> we can't do this. But it's... Uh, I would have, I let them know I would have been okay with it if they justified everyone. Yeah. But it was just like, well, here are your soups, and here we go. Hand jobs. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Just uh, so jokey. Yeah. I think, yeah, and that's one of those things. It's like, it's like doing, you're, like, you're just like, ah, isn't this fun? Uh, and I think uh, not to. Yeah. Oh, and the worst part was it was like they would start giving hand jobs and just be like, okay, well, let's keep having. Su-. And there's like, I'm like, there's no reaction here. Are you are you guys gonna just not notice that you're getting hand? Oh. Yeah. Drove me bananas. One of my uh, I just I bring this up randomly. One of my favorite things that I saw involving sex ever and a, and a show. <laughs> One of my sex. favorite things involving sex ever. <laughs> In the show, I'm not because I've I've seen. I was gonna say I've seen sex. That doesn't sound good. These are silly bits. Um, <laughs> I saw uh, Winslow do a thing, and they were at like they were they did like this sort of like a macro scene, I think. And they were at a party, and then like one of the characters like wanted a blowjob, like, and they, like some. It was, I think it was I think it was Justin Mike was like, all right. Really quick, and he like treat, and he was like, like fine, I'll do it, but I'm gonna do it quick. And then like they got, like they got caught, and they just, yeah, they treated that whole thing like if somebody's gonna get a get a blowjob at a party, it's not gonna be like a, a whole thing, and it's gonna be like, all right, fucking well, real quick. And it's, <laughs> it was like, I just remember going like, yes, that's how you that's do. That's how it would be. That's how it would be. It's not, it's not just like a little jack off onto the table and then walk away and then like let's keep <laughs> eating our soup. And you're like. What? It was, yeah. it was it was a whole thing. I, don't know. I just want to say, good job, Winslow, for your spectacular blowjob yeah. work. I feel like when they're going to do it, do it right. Do it right. Yeah. That's- I'm not a big fan of anytime someone... God, I recently saw this indie show where... 
they were telling monologues and one person got up and told a bunch of these sex stories mm-hmm. ah, and I immediately was like oh I really don't want to see this because yeah. it's going to be a bunch of improvisers on stage very uncomfortable yeah. and no one's going to be happy yeah. no one no one's going to want to do sex on stage I you know I feel like I've seen uh, very few shows where I see sex on stage or something like that and it's uh, funny or well done yeah uh and most of the time, it's just kind of like, ah, well, here we are. We got to this place. And then all the scenes were kind of just trying to dance around this, like, these crazy sex stories. Yeah. Uh, it's It can be done, but I, I just feel like it's such a cheap, easy thing that, yeah. uh, God, that, that, like, a finance guy would think is hilarious. Yeah. You know, like, the finance guys that come to your shows that are someone's friend and they're in the audience and they're like, uh, okay, suggestion, kitty porn. Or, <laughs> uh, I don't know, scrotum. It's like, do you really want to see a show about that? Fine. <laughs> no one's going to be happy. It's going to be... Everybody's upset now. It can't be done well, but it's it's just, uh, it's such a cheap thing to go to. Yeah. You know, I'd rather see, like, I don't know, dinosaur bankers. Yeah. Let's, let's figure out what that is. I really would love to see <laughs> I, that. I can tell. Oh, God, let me be a dinosaur banker. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, that's my, you know, that, that's one of those things. like that, a threesome. No, thank you. Well, that's one of those <laughs> things, too, is like it goes, I think it goes to like treating it grounded because I think I've seen plenty of like, and even, even like if you're treating, if even if you just treat it like sex and how people deal with sex and wanting yeah. to have sex or about to have sex or just having finished it like that's all if you treat that real there's a lot of there's a lot of plenty of weird stuff in yeah. there that oh, can be its of, own I thing I love uh, seeing someone treat a sex scene like as awkward as yeah you know especially like you know people on a date or whatever and they're having sex for the first time it is sometimes really sexy and sometimes very awkward I feel okay, sometimes it's sexy for people sometimes <laughs> That's good to know. Could be. Okay, could be. It's, but it's, definitely, like... I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that it's me. <laughs> but, yeah, I love seeing, yeah, them treat, people treat it real. And yeah. just that awkwardness of, yeah. I mean, it's the same It's the same thing as I, I love to see just a real, very honest, you know, first date or... Yeah. not. I mean, I've seen a billion first dates on, on stage, but yeah. just, like, a real honest thing yeah. you know a real honest scene where people are kind of treating it like this is actually how you know they're remembering like well when someone comes off stage and you're like oh that was hilarious and they're like yeah it's kind of i initiated that because it reminded me of this other this time in my real life that this happened and i'm yeah. like yeah i know that's great it's that's good. those um uh i took a uh a class and was coached uh a long time ago by joe wangert and he love Joe Wangert. He's the best friend of the show. He's he's super great. He's the best. Um, he coached uh, a team uh, of me and four other dudes, four other dudes because uh, I'm that also was when Sarah was a dude. A dude. Um, <laughs> but he did this thing that uh, Ian Roberts did with him, uh, or taught him, or something. Uh, and then he got from Ian Roberts, but it was just uh, kind of flash memory stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and I haven't done it in a long time, so I don't remember it very well. And I really would love to do it again. I gotta research that, but um, yeah, it was just uh, tapping into your own specific memories. Yeah. So that uh, I'll I'll, I'll explain what it is real quick. Please do. Uh, So the thing is, like, you get you get a fairly normal uh, line initiation or to whatever it is, and uh, like 
hey, I don't forget you got to change the oil in your car today and mm-hmm. you go you take you you don't you don't respond to that instead you think of what that makes you think of right away and you just share that usually I think when yeah. you do that you yeah. go like here's here's what it makes me think of uh, I went to you know get my oil changed in Northridge and I, I was like I dropped off my car and they said it was gonna be like 20 minutes and it was really like three hours yeah uh, and they go and then they go okay what what's the most interesting funny part about that like why did you remember that and then put that into your line and it's actually it's very it's weirdly mm-hmm. hard to do sure like you're like you're like okay yeah i think i get this and it's yeah. not try, <laughs> like try it i don't know uh, and also i'm sure there's plenty of writing about that so if you want to learn more about that flash memory thing you should do it because it's a really good exercise but i know what you mean it's what that it's that pulling yeah those like really detailed real specifics yeah. that like go like oh yeah yeah. This feels like living life on stage. Hey, Polar, what's <laughs> up? Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. You want to tap into those real memories because then you can, uh, I mean, not that you shouldn't go plot point by plot point, of yeah. course, but use some of your own real memories to color your scenes. Well, so it's not yeah. the same boring. And his point yeah. was that you remember, he's easy. I think, I think, you know, and I, I don't know what I'm learning that secondhand, but his point I think is that like you, you do the you do the your memory flashes to something because you know the oil made you remember something about getting your oil changed and it was it stuck out in your head because it was weird for some reason yeah so bring that and you're going to bring in something interesting or weird yeah. into your scene and that like a realistic real weird specific that's worth remembering as opposed to just being like yep I'll get it changed totally uh, uh, yeah I totally gotta get it changed it's been three thousand miles like that's not not th- I don't know yeah like, I mean you you real, are ending like, a little bit but you're but not. Like, yeah. Uh, Christina Gaussis, uh is a teacher in New York who's great, um, and she she said that your style is in your anding. Your style is in your anding. Is in I in, like that. It was something. It was something like that. But I it love was, it. Yeah, you're, that's my favorite. You find your style in how you choose to add add to the scene. You know, in your ands. That's my favorite. In your yeah, it's it, last time I got it changed was three thousand miles ago, or. Yeah, uh, I don't want to go back to that guy because he always talks about Jesus to me. Yeah, you know that's Great. that's a thing that actually happened to me when I got my smog oh, no. smog check. This guy, oh, he talked to me about Jesus, and I wanted to be nice to him, and I just wanted to get out of there. So I was like, Yeah, man, cool, cool. What about I was talking Jesus? to him all about Jesus. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to do this, but I'll do this just to like make this go along speedier. Yeah. Last time I went, got my oil changed, I was I was hard for me to turn down the new windshield wipers. I, when I did it in Northridge, it was hard for me to turn down the new windshield wipers, although it was in Northridge and it never rained there. But I was like, I guess. He's like, yeah, you probably need them because it rains. I'm like, yeah, all right. He was really persistent. And I didn't know how to turn them down, but I didn't want to pay for it. And I, did, I bought them. I didn't you want them. them. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. It's hard. Life's hard, guys. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Um, all right, Sarah. Well, I, you know what? We I think we, could, we pretty much reached the end of our, of our hour. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? In the overtime, uh, uh, we, you don't have to. I just I don't. I want to sure. give you the opportunity to cover Honestly, something. Honestly, I, that we, if I uh, didn't cover it. I've talked about everything that I that is in my brain about improv. So. <laughs> this, these are all the thoughts I have on improv. Uh, no, I can talk and about I will, this for I will go to sleep. Hundred hours. Oh, cool. Uh, do you want to do a special one hundred hour episode <laughs> <laughs> to do the first one hundred hour podcast? Uh, when Stephen and I were at lunch, uh, I said we were going to have a hundred beers. So I guess one hundred is my number today. It is. I only you had one, that, but I've you got nine more specific a lot. That's your go-to. It kind of is. I know. Yeah. It's okay. Got like a hundred smooches from a dog. Let's get a hundred dogs in here. <laughs> and it's the perfect specific. It's a good specific. It's like too much. Yeah. It's, it's too it's much. It's always, it's got to be too much. It's never. And it's not uh, like kind of too much. It's like, no, that's way too much. Like yeah. 20 dogs, that's too much. 
100 dogs? <laughs> that's comedy. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was I was doing a scene that I I'm didn't know what was funny about it and uh, it was like and somebody was like upset about uh, upset at me and I'm and I said uh, okay, just give me <laughs> Just give me 38 reasons that you're mad. <laughs> and I was like, and it got a really big laugh, but I was like, well, that's it. Like, there's nothing else. I yeah. really effectively ruined that scene because <laughs> I'm a crazy person. I hope he calls this out. I don't know what I'm saying. I just want to, I like the numbers. It's a good specific number. Numbers are great. I mean, 100 reasons, that would be too much, but it wouldn't be as funny as that. It's 37. <laughs> I don't know why. Mm. Anyway, what are we talking about? Great. Okay, last, is it, last segment, most important segment. It's the Pearls of Wisdom segment. Usually, what you, you're laughing at me. The pearl, P E R L S, the pearls of wisdom. Yeah, yeah, it's a pun. It's I based on. I love it. <laughs> Dropping pearls of wisdom all over your chest. Um, okay, yeah, that's, I thanks, go home. that's thanks to Joe Hartzler. <laughs> Had nothing to do with that, but I have to say it every time now. Thanks, Joe. Uh, thanks, Joe. Uh, what uh, is there a note or feedback or advice that you got or give that is uh, like awesome, like that's impacting stuff? Like it could be, it could be uh, your style is in your hand or whatever. What's your, what's, mm-hmm. your, what's the thing that you're like? This is. I wish more people heard this. Um, I think, uh, well, okay, one of my favorite, um, I've, I've dropped a number of quotes and a number of pearls yeah. of wisdom, but one thing oh, that I, uh, I really, really like to tell people, especially when they're, I don't know, like around three or one, 301 ish, and they, they're having, I don't know, kind of just uh, confidence troubles or trouble like being weird characters or things like that, being mm-hmm. things out of themselves is, one of my favorite parts of Truth and Comedy is where Del Close has, uh, there's that line about treat your scene partners as if they're, uh, they're geniuses, they're scholars, they're poets, mm. uh, but you should also treat yourself that way mm. so that when you walk on stage, have that confidence in, I am a genius, I'm a poet, I am a scholar. Everything that I'm saying is perfect and is correct and is right. So I should be confident in myself and then, uh, yeah, no matter what, because you see a lot of people coming out being like a half-ass, like, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm like a real, dra- I'm a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I would say, just yeah. be that you are, you are this, this genius who has come up with this dragon character. Yeah. Just own it. Be it. That's uh, you know, I think, I think one of the, e- <clears throat> the easiest things to recognize is people selling out their scene partners or selling out their scene. Uh, and I think that we, we often forget that we very rarely do you like realize like oh you sold yourself out like yeah. you just you wouldn't even you wouldn't even commit to your dragon thing or you uh-huh. wouldn't and like and it, it was a fine it was a great it was a fine idea there's no mm-hmm. reason that your dragon thing couldn't have been and it doesn't even have to be that it could great. be just a, right. a boss I want right. to I'm tired of seeing a boss that looks like you I want to see a boss with like a hat and a cigar yeah you know who's super fat or whatever I want to get more hats in improv oh god that's what everybody wear a hat wear a funny hat <laughs> remember remember the 60s <laughs> uh. let's all be in Dallas <laughs> that's a TV the show the TV show yeah, yeah. okay I, was, I, I assumed <laughs> I assumed you didn't need the geographic location which does take place in Dallas though right I mean they have so, big hats there so, so it would have worked anyway it's fine uh, yep. it's basically we're gonna start a new improv team called <laughs> Dallas we're gonna be wearing hats uh, watch out for us at the manifesto show <laughs> uh, is there uh, okay so Sarah this was my favorite uh, I just want to say that I really love this I'm, I'm, I'm forcing myself to go like to the end because I know we'll do so yeah, we, in my forever yeah. uh, well, what, yeah. is there anything that you want to plug or share with our entire listening audience uh, oh wow your, your Twitter your Tumblr your uh, shows anything go ahead well I uh, I'm in a, a cage match yeah. next week uh, Wednesday the 
I don't know. I don't think it's going to be up in time. Okay. Well, I hope you all went, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can again. <laughs> Uh, go next, next yeah, again. Yeah, go again next week. <laughs> um, I have a Twitter, uh, twitter.com backslash Claspy, C-L-A-S-P-Y. Perfect. Um, and I have a website called willthatsadorable.com. It's very cute. We have cute photos and sassy commentary and like a couple hundred thousand followers. It's, it's good made stuff. me no money yet, but. One day. One day I'll. The floodgates will open. <laughs> one day I'll put in some effort into it and. Yeah. Advertise or something. Hmm. I don't know. Until then. Yep. It's no advertisement on <laughs> well, that's adorable. Enjoy it for now, America. <laughs> awesome. This has been super fun. Thank it's you. It's been great. Yay. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I did too. Can we just do this every day? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm free. Hey, wasn't Sarah's episode super fun? I know I enjoyed it. Well, I wanted to give you a little bit of information. I was totally lying when I said Sarah couldn't plug her cage match show. Sarah is performing in the cage match on February 20th at 11 p.m. at UCBLA. You should go and support her. Also, a quick plug for our team, Sarah and I. We have Sticks Martin doing Disco Camp, which takes place at the Complex's Ruby Theater, Thursday, February 21st, 10 p.m., the Complex's Ruby Theater. Sarah and I are going to be on a team. We're going to improvise together. It's going to be great. Also, last thing, uh, again, I want to echo my offer to coach. I wanna, I'll do it for free. I uh, want to get better at improv through helping people by coaching them, and I think I would actually be good at coaching. Uh, I'm a, de- a pretty good improviser, so you know what? Just uh, don't even think about it. What this, this ending tag has gone on far too long, and also I know you guys don't listen to it, so let's just, let's just say it as it, we always do. Golden Age of Improv, happy improvising, be excellent to each other. All right, we'll see you next week. Hi, Sex and the City fans. Megan McKeever here. Check out my podcast, Cosmos and the City, where I'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City with a slew of fabulous guests. Each week, we'll be talking through everything from who wore what and why to the hottie of the week. So grab a drink and join me on my journey. Thanks, and be sure to subscribe to Cosmos and the City in iTunes or your favorite podcasting app.